A diamond lasts forever, but your relationship might not. A diamond is love. Rock hard. And Welcome back, everyone. Rock Hard Caucus is here again to guide you through the darkness. Evan and I are continuing our streak of uh, Sunday recordings, Sunday episodes. Uh, are we going to have to break that streak next weekend, by the way? Uh, yeah, I believe so. I, will I be, thought we might. I'll be out of town. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I'm playing in Chicago Saturday night anyway, so I might yeah. stay the night there. I don't know. Anyway. But this this is the most consistent this podcast has like ever been. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, we had a good people run. are clamoring for it. Yeah, they want to hear us every week, especially me. Um. Yeah, <laughs> I've been getting phone calls uh, demanding more Evan. <laughs> so, uh, what a week it's been since the last uh, Sunday episode that we recorded. Uh, things have uh, not gotten better, really. They've gotten worse. <laughs> yeah, there's been some interesting developments. <laughs> I know you went to a Rob Sand event. Um, I don't know if like, we'll discuss that later. But... Yeah, I think we want to get to that after we uh, set up sort of the whole story. So I guess I'll start with this. Um, the University of Iowa Democrats. So this is a group of college students who... Uh, align themselves with the Democratic Party, which is, uh, well, as you'll find out, uh, a big mistake on their part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so three of their officers, the vice president, the secretary, and the treasurer, you'll note that the president of the University of Iowa Democrats was not included there. But those three, vice president, secretary, and treasurer, and you can find their names if you're interested, but anyway, they released a statement in support of Palestine. This was on their Instagram. Uh, it's no longer there. <laughs> but oh. this is what, what happened? This is what they said. Um, <laughs> and from what I've read, there were like two versions of this statement. They like revised it. And I'm not sure if I have the first edition or the revised one. But this is what they said. We shamelessly and fully support Palestine. We recognize that every person has the unalienable right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness just as the United States has long said they stand for. The ongoing violence against millions of innocent people is egregious, and the, prep and the perpetuation of it by the United States of America and other Western states is even more so. We have been taught the stories of the mass murders and genocides of peoples around the world, including those of the United States. We now bear witness to the same systems of oppression taking place in a nation thousands of miles from our own. No longer will we watch in silence while atrocities are committed against men, women, and children. We will protest, advocate, and fight for the human rights of all, for the human rights of Palestine. May every Palestinian live long and free from the river to the sea. Wow. Why did they take that down? That seems like very reasonable, um, very humanitarian oriented. I don't really see anything wrong with it. I think, you know, the Palestinian people should be free and they should be able to to live freely um, in their their homeland um, yeah the place where they live yeah yeah i think jews should be able to live free there too it's like yeah it's inter course. interesting <laughs> um yeah so that that's a phrase uh, what they ended their statement there with is a phrase that's coming under some uh 
obviously very good faith criticism over the past few days. <laughs> the phrase, um, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. So what does that mean? What does that mean? Because a lot of people are saying that it means something that's, that's well, not really there in the text. There's like a, a subtext well, to it. Obviously, if you advocate for one group of people's freedom, it means that someone else's freedom is being like diminished. It's it's a zero sum game freedom. So that's right. Yeah, there's a limited amount of freedom to go around, and uh, there's going to be some freedom inequality, and that's just uh, that's just the way it mm-hmm. is. It encourages competition mm-hmm. among people who who desire freedom. You know, mm-hmm. if, who wants it the most. Right, it'll, what it really it'll encourage comes down you to, to to work harder to earn that freedom, mm-hmm. and then sometimes the United States uh, comes in and and helps spread some of. We give a little <laughs> bit of our freedom away to uh, people who need it. Yeah, our country's biggest export uh, is freedom and democracy. Mm-hmm. Are those the same thing, or is that like two different exports? Freedom and uh, democracy. Um, liberal Western democracy is just a synonym for freedom. (laughs) I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, right. From the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. On its face seems uncontroversial to me. If you believe that, uh, all human life is equal all human beings have an equal right to uh, to live, <laughs> to just just be alive and free. That seems seems like the right thing to say. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, the state party had a problem with this, and I think that's probably why it the statement was revised at some point because uh, the state party tried to intervene. But they released this statement: the Iowa Democratic Party uh, Wednesday night. The Iowa Democratic Party was recently made aware of a statement made by university Democrats at Iowa, which included problematic anti-Semitic slogans, including from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. Let's be very clear. That is a call for Jewish genocide, and we wholly condemn that offensive language. The Iowa Democratic Party stands with the innocent civilians, Israeli and Palestinian, that have had their lives ruined by the terrorist group Hamas. The Iowa Democratic Party has requested the resignations of the student representatives who signed the letter. Let me go back to that first paragraph. (laughs) They're saying here that the University Democrats at Iowa released a statement including problematic anti-Semitic slogans. So more than one slogans, plural, but they only called out one specifically. The from the The river to the sea thing. Mention Jewish people at all. Yeah. Ah. Uh, some <laughs> jujitsu going on here. Uh some uh, some would call it Orwellian. <laughs> right. All right, this look. <laughs> when this statement came out Wednesday night, I think I became more pissed than I have ever been at the <laughs> Iowa Democratic Party. And that's saying something. Like You're not I alone, ha- brother. I now hate them more than ever. More than I even thought possible, I think. Like, I think I've probably said before that I, I like, I actively want them to to fail, but now it's like more and more the case. Like, I really, really yeah. believe that this is a group of people who are 
opposed to my values <laughs> in yeah, every they way. They are literally promoting accelerationism with their complete like ineptitude and ideological like conservatism. Like what else are we supposed to say about the Iowa Democratic Party except that like all of everyone involved in it should quit and they should all be replaced with people who are actually going to stand up for the values that the party claims to hold. Yeah. You know, before, before I forget, there's a lot to talk about with this shit, but before I forget, I believe a Twitter friend, Caleb brought this up. I, I just like copied a bunch of shit from Twitter into my notes here, but uh, this is in the current Iowa democratic party platform. They have a section about the Israel Palestine situation. These are all here in the Iowa Democratic Party's platform. Uh, we support recognizing contiguous slash viable Palestinian state June 4th, 1967 borders. That's very specific. <laughs> Would that include any of that land that's like between a river and a sea, do you think? Yeah, I think that, that, that some of that land is between the river and the sea. <laughs> Uh, equal rights, security, and democracy for Palestinians and Israelis. Palestinian refugees' right of return and just compensation. Freedom, freedom. sounds like freedom to me. <laughs> uh, eliminating military aid until Israel abides by the 1967 borders. This is in the Iowa Democratic Party yeah, platform. They're actually trying to take back israeli occupied west bank <laughs> like right this statement is actually more <laughs> radical than uh what a lot of people are i mean like what the call right now is for a ceasefire like that's like right the absolute like first step towards any kind of normalizing relations that's but like the like, most the most urgent thing is like just stop yeah. killing people now <laughs> yeah but then like what happens after that obviously is very unclear and probably will not be good and probably will be a continuation of what's already been happening when that is they're not recognizing the 1967 borders Israelism. yeah yeah and it, this this whole thing it's not about like right and wrong it's not about like what is what's the fair thing to do what's the humane thing to do it's just about like who can dominate who who has power mm -hmm. who whose interests matter in this region and yeah it, all of that means that like one group of people is less human <laughs> this is so hard yeah. to fucking think about <laughs> well it's like i mean israel's an ethno state and like it's 100 percent incompatible with freedom and liberty and democracy all this all this shit like yeah it's they, there's a liberal zionist like thing going on but it's like it's just it, this makes it more clear than ever like the the war that it's just not gonna happen like it's just you can't it's a pick a side situation yeah it's it's gotta be like what what they want what the israeli government the people who have been elected by the citizens of israel to represent them what that group of people want, who right now is like a very far right group of people, what they want is like not a natural human state of being. <laughs> like it, yeah. it requires them to, to, in order to maintain their complete control over the state of Israel, like one group of people has to reign supreme 
over another group of people. Yeah. And you can only do that by hurting and killing people. You can only maintain that by, like, yeah. destroying yeah. everything. Like, <laughs> they basically made the bargain that they would somehow be able to, like, keep the level of violence at a sustainable level where they could subjugate people and not have it blow up in their faces. It's it's blowback. Yeah. It's starting to blow up in their faces, I think. Yeah. All right. Well, let me continue with what's in the uh, platform because it doesn't end there. The Iowa Democratic Party's platform, as it is currently written, says that they support BDS. <laughs> <laughs> is that true? It's that's yeah. I mean, we've talked about this before because they had like the whole like uh, let's legalize all drugs. Yeah. And like I have seen more normie Democrats complaining about what is uh, in the the party platform. But yeah, that's mm-hmm. wild. I mean, like, yeah, Rob Sand, BDS man himself, is is not happy with this. <laughs> right. They, the people who are most dedicated to, like, trying to make Iowa a better place through electoral means, these are the people who submit platform planks to this platform Mm -hmm. and like go through the boring long process of like having these shitty conventions (laughs) with all the Mm -hmm. people that run this shitty party and they are the people who like put this in the platform just for it to be completely ignored by the people who actually hold the power like they outright do the complete opposite of everything that's listed here yeah uh ending israeli slash egyptian blockade in gaza Reopening the East Jerusalem Consulate, uh, automatic Palestinian political asylum in the U.S., Palestinian full U.N. membership, uh, and then they oppose Israeli settlements in the West Bank and Golan Heights. They oppose BDS legislative interference. <laughs> I pulled up an article where we can talk about that, too, later. Well, the Republicans passed that one. The Democrats are just enforcing it. Uh, right. They had to because it was written down on it's the law. You know, Those are the it's rules. It's the law. Yeah. Uh, they oppose the separation wall. They oppose Israeli apartheid. It is called Israeli apartheid in the IDP platform. And they oppose the uh, embassy, the U.S. embassy in Jerusalem, which was a Trump move, right? Yep. Yep. Okay, so that's what's in their platform. But instead of abiding by what the uh, the most dedicated people said they wanted the party to do instead they're releasing statements accusing college students of uh, calling for jewish genocide because they said the palestinian people should be free in the region in which they live yeah and the thing to me is also insane is like i don't see how it's not an electoral win to make a clear distinction between the democrats and the republicans here i mean of course i know there's geopolitical reasons for it but Mm -hmm. i mean I guess I don't know how much it matters, but I've been uh, sort of like struggling with the thought of like, are they doing this for cynical electoral votes retaining or vote gaining reasons? Or is this what they Mm -hmm. genuinely believe? And I'm leaning more towards the latter because I don't see how this helps them strategically. I I think (laughs) it's it's like, again, like a very old guard. Um, I think that they're concerned about losing um like older jewish people um who are obviously like mm-hmm. a pretty solid electorate for the democratic party yeah um but i think that i mean this is just so like people see what's going on because like just it's interesting to see every like major like newspaper 
their coverage is like slowly being like more and more about like we need to reign in Israel. They're like going too far and all this stuff. And it's like, it just seems so obvious. Like you're going to win over young people. You're going to win over um, like Arab people. Like, yeah. And it's in line with what, again, the party is supposed to be about. And like, it just, it's so clearly obvious to like anyone paying attention that this is the opposite of, I mean, like Israel is like further right than Trump. Like yeah, it's yeah, closer to absolutely. a fascist state than America is for sure. Yeah. And like, yeah. we have to support it. Like the most progressive president in our lifetimes, <laughs> like has no choice but to support it. And then like they're, the thing is, are there like a humanitarian pause, but then like Blinken is going to the Israelis and saying, uh, we want to do this just so you can continue to do it at a later time. Basically, we want to buy you time to make it not look as bad. So again, like you can maintain a lower, more sustainable level of violence. Right. Yeah. Well, because they can absurd. see they can see that they're losing a PR battle in a lot of you know sectors. Even if they do have you know a a captured sort of media ecosystem to some extent, like even. Like Wolf Blitzer, did you see that clip? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, they're losing a lot of people, I think. Like, even if people are not super willing to, like, put themselves out there and say say things like, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. They are, you know, they're, they're like, most ardent supporters are softening. Yeah, a lot for of sure. Yeah. Because we can see what's fucking happening. Like, yeah. there's only so much you can do with propaganda to sort of, like, undo what people are observing in reality. Yeah, there's only so many journalists that you can murder and murder their entire families. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, let's... Let me talk about... Uh, in terms of, like, gaining, losing votes compared to the Republicans and, and, like, the daylight between the state parties on this. So I think the reason that this all happened, like the reason that the state party came out so forcefully against this group of college students who are part of a volunteer organization, uh, <laughs> basically like, again, like a group of, of people who are like most dedicated to seeing this party succeed are being completely thrown under the bus. The reason I think this happened is because Jeff Kaufman, uh, head of the state Republican Party saw the University Dems Palestine statement and he tweeted this. I'm sure he probably made some private phone calls as well, but this is what he said publicly. There's being liberal and there's being insane. UIO Dems are siding with militantly anti-LGBT Hamas terrorists who gleefully oh, slaughter I'm women sure and children. I'm sure he cares about the fucking LGBT <laughs> community. Yeah, only ever used as a Fuck off. Yeah. Of course, we'll hear nothing but crickets from Rita Hart as anti-Semitic loonies take over her party. So this, she could not resist taking that bait. Yeah, again, like it's a, <laughs> it's an opportunity to like distinguish yourselves uh, from these fucking bloodthirsty psychopaths. Mm -hmm. I didn't look into this very deeply, but I, I, from what I saw, gay marriage is not legal in Israel. Okay. So it's it's not like this is like a, like a black and white gay rights battle either. Well, I, I will say that is not the issue. I don't think we should even be entertaining <laughs> You're <right>. it. <laughs> You're right. It's just that's not that that's not relevant. This morning. <laughs> 
so they they were just baited into to saying this like like the this fucking uh, Eggman guy is saying like these these liberal college students love terrorism and then the state party releases a statement like yes they do and we denounce them <laughs> <laughs> this is the only the only option you saw in front of you was to just like yeah or just say nothing like just say i mean like even putting myself in their shoes which is an absurd thing to do but like <laughs> just say fucking nothing like just, just like they're really because one gop operative tweets about it like was there even any like is there any other backlash other than this guy i mean there's probably some fucking crazies on the yeah. internet who are mad about it but like those people can also be ignored <laughs> no i didn't see much but it's it's hard to see it's hard to find uh anyone who was upset about the university dem statement and it's hard to find anyone who is supportive of the party's subsequent statement Mm-hmm. It's hard to find those things in the sea of absurd backlash that they've received for this. It's like uh, la- when I last looked at it, it was like 800 people replying to the tweet telling yeah. them to fuck themselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, they I don't think they won anything here. I think it was no. like a straight loss. It's it's reflexive. Like it's just again, just old fucking people <laughs> who I mean it's been, I guess, drilled into their brains for decades that we have to support Israel mm-hmm. unconditionally. It's something that really bothers me about the people who are, are calling anyone who sides with Palestinians, you know, a Nazi. One of the things they go to first, and this is, uh, I saw this a lot with like Brett Gelman, but I don't need to play another Brett Gelman clip for everyone. Uh, just accusing anyone who is calling for a ceasefire or calling for anything further than that even uh calling them ignorant like you don't know anything how dare you talk about this but like (laughs) so it's wrong for you to ever uh express support for palestinian people because you're so ignorant of the history here and what hamas is really about but it's completely fine for just this knee-jerk way over the top reaction to a completely innocuous phrase from the river to the sea palestine will be free like you immediately jump to calling like 20 year olds anti-semitic genocidal monsters (laughs) like is there any maybe ignorance from your perspective on that phrase like why why can't you not spend five minutes like thinking about this before you condemn a, a large a growing number of people yeah a growing number of, that's the thing too is this is going to age worse and worse like any like clear-eyed person can see where this is going it's not anywhere good like it's either we continue to like support the like slaughter of a captive civilian population or we don't like and advocate for freedom of the people being bombed like there is no middle path Mm -hmm. and if you if this is something that they genuinely believe why does it not give them any pause at all any self-doubt to see that like very active young people who ostensibly share their values and support their political project feel so differently from them why is there yeah. immediate reaction to to just fucking 
cut them off. Like we want nothing to do with what you said and we want you to resign your volunteer position yeah. rather than say, why do you feel that way when I feel completely differently? Yeah. What's the difference? Well, what have we, you know, <laughs> what uh, propaganda I I did I swallow for years and years? What's I, your I think answer? It's, uh, racism. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like yeah. it's, people have been conditioned to um, empathize with one group and not the other. And there's a lot of, there's a lot that goes into that, but um, yeah, just people see again, they they live in the same place, but, but I, we identify with Israelis as being like white people and Palestinian people are not given the same, same treatment. And it's just yeah. so obvious reading any, mainstream just the way they report like death death tolls or anything of course israeli citizens did die and that's bad but like they want to call anyone who like has any sort of like context for why that might have happened to begin with like a sympathizer with terrorism yeah much like 9-11 yeah it's yeah if you if you want to consider why something so horrible happened and how we could maybe prevent this from happening again in the future well why are you siding with with the villains here? Like, there's yeah. no, there's no further thought to this. There's no nuance. There's no trajectory. I, I think we're it's on. also it's like a twisting of like the identity politics stuff. That's where a lot. yeah, yeah, the LGBT sure, thing where, that Jeff Kaufman said, yeah, a hundred percent, and like the Amy Schumer stuff, where it's like <laughs> we have, uh, you know, I, I I'm not a Jewish person, obviously. Um, I understand it's probably there's other things that. Um, like the religious aspect that, that I don't really understand. Um, and I understand that there's a strong Jewish tradition and identity. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the thing is, it's been tied to, again, a state that is genocidal. <laughs> like, yeah. And that it's just not, it's not feasible. Like, it's incompatible with, again, what your values are supposed to be. People with, with much larger platforms than us have repeated this a lot, but it is incredibly anti-Semitic to conflate yeah. all of Judaism with the present state of Israel. And I mean, there, there have been like high, highly influential Zionist people who are saying yeah. that like all of these Jewish people who are out there calling for a ceasefire and calling for an end to the occupation are no longer Jews. Yeah. We are excommunicating Jewish people them are being from our ethnicity in, and religion. <laughs> people in, in Israel are like Jewish people are being attacked for mm-hmm. protesting against the government, which is also like another crazy thing is that like the majority of Israeli citizens like want Netanyahu out uh, for one reason or another. And like, right. Yeah. I mean, in here it's like, if you say that like Netanyahu is like, a fucking criminal which he is even outside of the <laughs> the war then right, for, like yeah, then that's ways. like anti-semitism to like to to criticize the like the leader of a nation yeah to make that so essential to like what it means to be jewish is like such a bad idea <laughs> like <laughs> like i don't know just just any criticism of somebody who like has control of a military yeah. And to say any criticism of that person is like bigoted. Yeah. That's so dangerous. No one's uh saying that people who don't like Joe Biden are uh catholophobes. 
<laughs> yeah, his his Catholicism is far down on the list for me for reasons to distrust yeah, that's, him. I don't even. Yeah, I, I guess I actually forgot. I don't even know if he really talks that. about it. Yeah, yeah. So that's something he brings up a whole lot. Not anymore. Another result of this conflict between the University of Iowa Democrats and the Iowa Democratic Party, the Iowa State Democrats uh, released a statement of officially disaffiliating from the state party. <laughs> I don't. I don't good know how move. much. It, good move. Yeah, I don't know how much it matters. I can't imagine that the Democrats at Iowa State is a big powerful group on campus yeah i mean they're not the democrats on the university of iowa campus have next to no presence when compared yeah. to like <laughs> yaf and the tpusa there's a lot yeah. less money being astroturfed into right the university right. democrats but there's less yeah less uh, opportunities to convert people if i was in a leaders leadership position in a state democratic party and a campus democrat group was like proudly releasing a statement that said we uh no longer want anything to do with you i would be concerned at the very least <laughs> like uh college students i thought i thought were like one of their core constituencies yeah, yeah I, I mean if you're just gonna browbeat people like the logical thing to do is to dig in harder especially because like there's nothing that's con like you're just browbeating people like there's not like you're not even advocating for your position you're just like scolding people for being sympathetic to terrorists or whatever like is that <laughs> like what is that doesn't serve any fucking purpose other than to i guess signal to the the rest of you know anyone else who is pro-israel that you're on their side which i guess that's probably what it's about it's just like they just are not keeping up with the times yeah, They're it's to alle alleviate uh, the concerns of Jeff Kaufman. Yeah. That's their, one of their main concerns. Yes, we'll lose all support of all college students in the state, which will further doom us to complete irrelevance. But uh, <laughs> Jeff Kaufman, he can't call us uh, anti-Semites now. Mm -hmm. I bet he won't do that a week from now again. <laughs> no, yeah, definitely not. Uh, all right, so let me read a bit from the Iowa State University College Democrats. And they put the wrong date on this, by the way. They said July 5th, 2023, but they actually released it on the 2nd, November 2nd. They said, we, the members of the College Democrats at Iowa State University, are writing to formally inform you of our decision to disaffiliate from the Iowa Democratic Party. This is not a decision we have taken lightly, but one that we believe is in the best interest of our club and our commitment to advancing our values and principles. Our decision to part ways with the IDP is driven by several factors, one of which is the way the IDP has treated the University of Iowa Democrats. We believe in the importance of unity and solidarity among college Democratic clubs across the state, and the recent events involving the University of Iowa Democrats have deeply troubled us. It is essential for us to align ourselves with an organization that upholds the values of inclusivity, respect, and fairness. And then they go on to basically say, like, <laughs> if you're going to, like, call us genocidal anti-semites if we express support for palestine and then ask us to resign why would we want to <laughs> like respect your authority over us <laughs> like what what do they have to gain from continuing to affiliate with the state yeah. party just like just so fucking stupid on every fucking level <laughs>
Uh, local media, of course, wrote about this with the uh, the nuance you would expect. <laughs> this pissed me off even more. Uh, the Gazette headline, State Democrats call for resignations at University of Iowa student group over anti-Semitic phrase. No quotes around that or anything, just... No. It's an anti-Semitic phrase. Uh, KGAN, UI Democrats ask to resign after using anti-Semitic slogan in now-deleted statement. KWWL, uh, Iowa Democratic Chair condemns anti-Semitic letter from University of Iowa Democrats. It's an anti-Semitic letter now. The whole thing is anti-Semitic. <laughs> Not just that it contains a phrase that we think is anti-Semitic. It's the whole tone and the whole intent <sighs> of the letter is is calling for the death of Jewish people. I'm like, uh, and I'm sure they didn't actually print the letter in any of these articles because it's again absurd on its face to say that it's anti-Semitic. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I didn't look too deeply because it's like, what do I have to learn from this? <laughs> right. They're holding like college students to a different standard, or, like to the same like standard as uh, any Israeli official who are like. Like what the the liberal party guy was like, uh, we should basically take the entire population of Gaza and split it up between a hundred com- countries, and everyone gets two hundred or twenty five thousand. That's the the liberal solution is to create a, a Palestinian yeah. diaspora. I wonder how like there's any like <laughs> mirrors to that in like history, um, no shit. or yeah. like things that that might have resulted from from doing, you know, like f- forcing people to migrate against their will. The cycle continues. I wonder how you, like, what uh, transportation methods you might consider if you were, like, forcing yeah. an ethnic group to, to relocate. Would you put some of them on trains, maybe? Yeah. Jesus. I pulled up um, a tweet from Rashida Tlaib about the, the phrase that we've been discussing, because she is also being thrown under the bus by her entire party, including... Someone I thought was a close ally of hers, Bernie Sanders. Mm-hmm. She is, uh, I believe, the only Palestinian member of Congress in our country. So um, this is there's a, the libertarian guy too. There's uh, right, Justin he's, Amash. He's no longer in Congress, right? I think oh, he's is former. He not? I think oh, you're, he, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I I think I heard on Trillbillies that he was Palestinian, which I don't know if I knew before. Yeah. So obviously, this is a. Uh, is close to home for her and you would think that i don't know people would have some fucking empathy for her. uh so she said this on november 3rd which i think yeah that's that's the day after the the state party threw those college students under the bus rashida talib said from the river to the sea is an aspirational call for freedom human rights and peaceful coexistence not death destruction or hate my work in advocacy is always centered in justice and dignity for all people, no matter faith or ethnicity. Yeah. Spot on. <laughs> but it's also like how many people calling for like, again, like if you look at like pretty much any Israeli official, what they're saying is like explicitly genocidal. Like generally people who are like doing genocide, like can't or like promoting genocide, like can't help themselves from making it like super obvious. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's no if- like... <laughs> If you are genocide, <laughs> if that's your goal, if that's your goal is to wipe out a group of people, if that's something you are working towards and something that you genuinely want to happen, you are extremely evil, and that is hard to hide. 
like something being that wrong with the way that you think you don't know how to guard against that because you something is deeply fucked up with you (laughs) yeah and there's there's also deeply fucked up people on every side of every issue and it's like like even if there and i'm sure there are people saying horrible anti-semitic things of course anti-semitism is real right um yeah like the uh that city council meeting that i talked about a couple weeks ago that there were people calling in and using the situation to advance their own you know anti-semitic conspiracy theories yeah but then they go around and act like those people are like representative of like me yeah large huge peaceful protests that like they're not saying any anti-semitic stuff there (laughs) i i promise you any of these people who were to like go to a palestine rally and listen to the speakers there if they were to interpret anti-semitism in in any of that it would be like just a reflection of their own biases and their own like fears yeah again you shouldn't fear freedom (laughs) like they they literally fear freedom of of palestinians right and why why is that do you think i mean racism i I mean it's like very deeply ingrained i'm sure a lot of it is like just generational i don't know i've seen a lot of articles talking about um how like older jewish people have a a lot more like of a tradition of like speaking yiddish and like all this stuff and i think i don't know there's so many like secular jews it's probably like a big split between religious and and secular jewish people but yeah yeah, i don't know it's obviously years of history and years of bitterness yeah i've seen it compared a lot to you know the end of slavery in america and and the end of segregation and how there was such a resistance against that by racist white people because it's like like what are they going to do when they're free (laughs) right right and there's yeah there's all kinds of that like we can't palestinians can't live in israel because what what they might do to us what are they gonna do yeah interesting interesting yeah if we don't keep them within these walls and constantly bomb them and then keep their numbers low like what what are they gonna do to us yeah you must open your heart to love and submit to the will of the universe there's yeah there's some secular religion for you (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, so we should talk about the other thing that happened. <laughs> so I got so mad from this, and uh, Evan and I are both on Rob Sands' email list. He's the state auditor. He's the only statewide elected Democrat, so he holds a lot of influence over um, Iowans perception of the iowa democratic party even if he doesn't want to think of himself that way and tries to present himself differently you know he he is the democrat of iowa right now yep that's how he promotes himself (laughs) (laughs) he he loves to promote himself yeah and he promoted to his uh his email list that he was going to appear on a some kind of television program i okay (laughs) getting ahead of myself but okay i attended this thing and i still don't fully understand what it is (laughs) (laughs) so i at first i uh registered a ticket to this tv show he was doing in cedar falls just as a joke and like you know maybe i'll go maybe i won't but then i was getting just so mad about this uh college dems versus state party thing that i was like i'm gonna fucking go up there and I'm going to confront him about this. So on Thursday, 
Rob Sand appeared on a program called Iowa Talking Points. Now, I didn't know this at the time, but this is like a conservative show. It's like a show to discuss Iowa politics and like national politics with uh, stupid presidential candidates who want to appeal to Iowans. That's sort of what they've been doing the past few months, it looks like. Um, But they call it here... There it is. Okay, so the Iowa Talking Points YouTube page in the About section. This is how they describe their show. Talking Points is a digital broadcast for all people in Iowa, regardless of political affiliation. The goal of this production is to give conservative thoughts and ideas a platform in the media landscape. (laughs) It's a panel-style production with commentary and opinions from political and business leaders in Iowa. So this is an effort, finally, finally, to get some conservative thoughts and ideas yeah. into the into cons- the Iowa yeah. media landscape. And, and business leaders? <laughs> My God. Yeah, the implication there is like, damn, the media is so damn liberal here in Iowa. We got to get some of our own ideas out there. <laughs> so they filmed this at like an advertising company's building. Mud Advertising. It's M-U-D-D. And Rob Mudd is one of the guys who's on the panel. Cool name. Yeah, Rob Mudd. Rob Mudd. And this dude, let me tell you, he was he was the dumbest and craziest guy up there. <laughs> he kept trying to bring the conversation back to, like, crime. Like, rising crime rates. And he, he mentioned Chicago many times, because I guess he used to live there. And yeah, he's he's just like a right wing. He he's a Fox News uncle. It seems like that kind of guy. Like for example, um, they took audience questions, and one of the audience questions was about uh, Biden's open border. <laughs> and when the host read that, I looked around like, who the fuck asked that? <laughs> and uh, and Rob took this sort of like standard Democrat position of like, well, there's been a record number of drugs seized at the border. So that's that's not what I would consider an open border. And then this dude, Rob Mudd, this is just to give you an idea of this guy's politics and his uh, his ability to sort of pivot and and shift the narrative. He said, well, another way to interpret that is because the border is open, more and more criminals are showing up at the border because <laughs> they know it's open. <laughs> And he just said this like it's like a fucking straightforward, normal thing to believe and say. <laughs> wow. Um, another member of the panel was, um, what's his name? Gentry Collins. <laughs> Gentry, man, these guys all have great names. Gentry Collins. Gentry Collins. Montgomery Gentry Collins. <laughs> Uh, Gentry Collins has run large-scale advocacy and brand management efforts across multiple industries. Mm. He is the former national political director at both the Republican Governors Association and the Republican National Committee. So straight up a Republican Party operative. Uh, They also list Eric Branstad on the Iowa Talking Points team. I didn't see him there. He wasn't on the show. But, you know, son of uh, former Governor Terry Branstad. He's a fucking idiot also, by the way. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, And then the host was Jeff Stein. Not the Jeff Stein from Vox. Yeah, I was going to (laughs) say. That would be interesting. Interesting choice. So Jeff Stein is like a radio guy. He's on KXEL, which is an AM station, AM talk station up there in the Cedar Falls area. Uh, I looked at the 
their uh, programming, their their schedule, broadcast schedule on KXEL fifteen forty. Uh, they got Red Eye Radio, uh, America's First News with Gordon Deal. <laughs> I don't know who that guy is, but uh, the more recognizable names: Glenn Beck, Sean Hannity, Mark Levin, Todd Starnes, Bill O'Reilly. So it's a oh, nonstop. My God. Todd Starnes, forgot about him. <laughs> yeah, nonstop conservative talk radio. That's who. That's who is producing this show. It's a deal between conservative talk radio and mud advertising. It seems. Uh, Jeff Stein, I actually talked to him for a minute after the show. He seemed like a really nice guy. Again, I went into this not fucking knowing anything. And then uh, when I got home, I looked at Jeff's uh, Twitter, which is at Iowa Politics. One of the first things I saw was uh, him retweeting someone saying, I really miss uh, Rush Limbaugh and Andrew Breitbart. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> He's that kind of guy. <laughs> How many people were there other than you? Uh, like 12. Pretty, yeah. <laughs> pretty small audience but from what i was told it's like the biggest audience they've had there in a while <laughs> and it, it it starts like before people get off work and stuff so like I, yeah you know, it's probably mostly retirees or, or just yeah. people whose job is politics are probably the people who show up there uh the most recently they had um asa hutchinson on before mm. rob in fact uh if you look at their website it's at iowatalkingpoints.com. Uh, they haven't uploaded the video of the Rob Sand thing to their YouTube yet, but uh, you can find the video of it and like the opening like slide. It still shows Asa Hutchinson on the Rob Sand episode. <laughs> so yes, Rob Sand, uh, highest elected Democrat in Iowa, he's going on this very openly conservative program to to discuss politics with them. I don't really, we don't need to talk about like the whole thing. It was pretty interesting. I mean, it's just like standard Rob Sand shit, but like to see him in that environment, sort of like how he was received while saying his Mm -hmm. like wishy-washy, I don't like partisanship. I think we should Mm -hmm. have ranked choice or whatever. (laughs) Wait, that's not how I remember him sounding. (laughs) Oh, you're right. Sorry. Uh, I don't like partisanship. (laughs) (laughs) I like ranked choice. <laughs> yeah, ranked choice. <laughs> That's going to save um, us. But what I really want to play, like I said, they took audience questions, and I went up there to confront him directly. So I, I wrote a question down on one of the cards to see if uh, Jeff Stein would read it. I was afraid he would skip it because, I don't know, it's, it's a dangerous topic. But here is Jeff Stein asking Rob Sand, a question that I wrote. The individual writes, last night the Iowa Democratic Party released a statement calling for the resignation of three officers of the University of Iowa Democrats. The students had expressed support for the people of Gaza and the IDP accused them of calling for a genocide of Jewish people. As the highest ranking elected Democrat in Iowa, did you have any input in the decision to release last night's statement? No. Do you have any opinion about the and and then further, I think the Iowa State Democrats, the college Democrats, said they did not want to affiliate with the state party anymore. Any sense on a broader level of the role of the state party and so some uncomfortable. of these campus organizations? <laughs> uh, so I, I will give him credit uh, uh, for you know directly answering that yes or no question. Yeah, <laughs> but. 
Yeah, there's a little bit more, you know, being asked here. Yeah, and honestly, I believe him. Like, I don't think Rob Sand had to have any input for them to release a statement that terrible. I think they're sure, perfectly yeah. capable of. Yeah, I don't know if Rob would even bother to to wade into that. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't think I don't think he's lying there. I don't think that they really. I think that they probably saw this as so important and urgent that they didn't really consult with anyone. <laughs> Right, right. They're like, our, our college representatives are doing anti-Semitism. We got to denounce it ASAP. I will say, I, I have a lot of respect for those officers of the College Democrats for not resigning in the face of this. They are resisting that uh, demand. Yeah. Uh, let, let me, uh, so you may have noticed that uh, after Rob said no, Jeff uh, followed up with, do you have any opinion? <laughs> And uh, I guess now we're going to learn, does Rob Sand have uh, any opinion on this? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All I can tell you is I talked to Eastside Democrats uh, Club until about 7 o'clock last night. And I came home, hung out with my kids, put them to bed, then packed for my day today, uh, and was out the door at 7 a.m. So my awareness, I'm aware that those things happened, I'm about as aware as I have about as much information as on that little card that you just had in your hand. Um, this is obviously an issue that gives a lot of people really strong feelings. Uh, the party, they do their own thing. Um, and I have always been someone who, you know, I'm, I'm not a big party guy. Uh, some people wish I was more of one in the Democratic party. party. Some Republicans wish I was more of a party guy. Uh, <laughs> I, I, that sort of stuff just typically tends to me to, uh, I look at that and I say, again, you know, serenity prayer. Where can I make a difference? I want to focus my energy where I know I can have an impact. All right. Context. He, he brought up the serenity prayer earlier in this conversation, which for anyone who maybe doesn't know, that's the thing that, that people say. And it's often in like a, like a cross stitch on the wall at your grandma's house. It's like, uh, God, please give me the courage to change the things that I can, the serenity to accept the things that I can't, and the wisdom to know the difference, right? Serenity now. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, uh, I mean, I would call that like a Jewish slogan, right? Because that's yeah. from, <laughs> this yeah. is from one that's of the, right. one of the <laughs> most well-known, you know, uh, Jewish comedy programs from a, a very Jewish character, Serenity yeah. Now. Yeah. But anyway, he's invoking that when asked if he had any input on the state party releasing a statement condemning college students and calling them genocidal anti-Semites. So is he saying that he does not have any power to impact that? He has no, he, there's nothing he can do <laughs> there? <laughs> I, yeah. I don't think that's accurate. I don't think it's accurate either. Um, I do think it's accurate that he doesn't want anything to do with it at this particular time. Um, yeah. I also think it's pretty in line with Rob Sands' whole shtick, which is basically being like a smart guy. I'm not going to say he's a stupid guy, but he 100,000% acts stupider than he does oh, or yes. than he actually is to pander to voters. Like oh, yeah. he does. Oh, I was too busy. I was putting my be kids to bed. Did you know I have kids to have an opinion on <laughs> Israel Palestine? I have kids which just is like, you. like I'm too busy for politics. Yeah, <laughs> ridiculous. No way. Right. I, I I don't know anything about what happened here. I know about as much as what's on that card. 
bullshit. <laughs> you know Absolute everything about bullshit. what happened there. <laughs> uh, you know, and you said this is right in line with, with Rob Sand and his previous actions and statements. I will say, I don't know if that's completely right because because it's relevant. I pulled up this article from a Jewish insider from December of 2019. This was written by Ben Jacobs. Uh, it's called top Iowa Democrat enforces state anti BDS law. So this is about Rob Sand. Uh, We talked about the BDS law earlier and how the Iowa democratic party platform opposes any legislative efforts against BDS. Uh, But Rob Sand, when he was like first elected as the state auditor, uh, he he was real gung-ho about enforcing that law against BDS. And uh, without getting like really into this, let me just quote here. Sand said it was important to confirm compliance with the anti-BDS law because it's not a particularly controversial issue. Israel is a great ally to us. When you say you are willing to be supportive of your ally, you need to put your money where your mouth is. So in the past, he has taken the opportunity to steadfastly support Israel. And he did not do so here. Does that mean anything? I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, he's seeing the same stuff that we are. Yeah. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see if this becomes more of an issue that, I mean, he's basically like in constant campaign mode. I mean, you get the emails, like you said, like he's constantly asking for money. The fact that he's going on shows like this when he really doesn't have any reason to other than for his future political aspirations. Yeah. Like, uh, I think this is question is going to continue to come up. I mean, it's, (laughs) it's kind of a, kind of a big deal. Gaza ain't going away. No. Well, hopefully. Hope not. Hope not. Yeah. Let's have a brief moment of levity. Uh, Listen to the question that was asked immediately after mine. Another audience question. Who do I call about a product you order on the Internet that I never received and then the site is gone? Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It was a bit of an older audience. I was one of the younger people there. (laughs) What was his answer, though? Uh, Well... Here, it's boring. Go to the but. Better Business Bureau. <laughs> well, so the first place I would call is the Iowa Attorney General's Consumer Protection Division. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it actually gave some good advice to whoever this person yeah. was. <laughs> uh, I want to address something that you said a minute ago, Evan, where you said uh, Rob went on this show without really having any reason to, other than to maybe shore up support for future political aspirations. Let me give you... I think this is exactly why he went on this show. I told you about Rob Mudd, and I'm showing you the video. He's the guy on the right there. He is appropriately on the far right of this group of men. (laughs) He's the one who is constantly bringing up uh, crime and how crime is the biggest concern ever. And uh, after having a conversation with Rob, this is how the other Rob feels about the first Rob. But I talk about doing those things because one of the things that frustrates me the most about politics is the just incessant partisanship and the unwillingness of people to open their mouth to say what they know is the right thing to say if it might possibly benefit the other party. Let me stop there because I forgot that he said that. Yeah, that's a good one. I agree, <laughs> Rob. <Fucking pussy. laughs> like, oh my God, how can, you, how can you see what's been happening the past few weeks and say something like that with a straight face? Like... It drives me crazy when people don't just open their mouths and say the right thing 
when in the face of absolute like you know what's right and wrong take your own fucking advice man i gave you the perfect opportunity to stand on the right, right. side of an issue that's right <laughs> uh, anyway he continues with his uh his uh, hatred of partisanship on social media I defend Republicans. I criticize Democrats. Why? Because it's the right thing to do. Uh-huh. But then, I, th- I think this is important, I go out there and I talk about it because I care about it. And because I think there's people who will care enough to lend me their support, even in the current system where the incentives go opposite direction, uh-huh. where I'm swimming upstream. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm hoping that there's enough people out there that care about that, that want that, that it's actually going to be beneficial. Now, even if it's not, I'm going to do it anyway. Because to me, I'm not doing it because it's convenient. I'm doing it because I think it's the right way to do it. Well, we, we had more politicians like you. Thanks. Because you're very genuine in what you say, and it comes across strong. Appreciate it. <laughs> wow. Making alliances. He really won them the, over. Uh, yeah, <laughs> wow. Maybe, see, this is actually really what we should have said at the beginning is uh, Iowa Democrats, you need to just focus on low information like republican leaning voters you need to do that again you need to only focus on the suburbs don't worry about any poor people don't worry about any minorities don't worry about college students definitely don't worry about us but just keep keep knocking them doors in walkie brother let's go yeah if if rob sand can get a statement of uh (laughs) i guess support from a a clearly right-wing advertising executive you know you could win anyone over yeah. Oh, yeah. I should have mentioned uh, Rob Mudd is uh, his official title is the chief futurist of Mud advertising. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Futurism is it's always it's a cool word. He's like a cyborg or something. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the camera was not on, uh, Mr. Sand, while he was being praised there. But uh, if it had been, if the camera had been pointed at him, you would have seen his pants get slightly tighter there as he was being. Uh, praised by a republican i saw that with my own eyes but it wasn't on camera all right one more thing from this video just because it's it's fun uh here is a uh, rob sand saying hog wild if they wanted to uh just go hog wild uh... that's a fun just sound bite <laughs> he's talking about uh school sure. vouchers oh okay i thought he might be talking about hogs <laughs> no and so, then he said it, he said he said it again but here's an important piece of this, mm-hmm. right? When I'm saying it's hog wild and there's only one thing that can... <laughs> okay. I just, I just wanted yeah, to definitely. hear him say hog wild. <laughs> I wonder if he just has a list of like Iowa phrases that he like <laughs> reads every night before bed that he can deploy. Yeah, I just got to like make pigs hog a wild part of, part yeah. of my lexicon. <laughs> More shit with pigs, you know. <laughs> Pearls before swine. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay, so yeah, I also wanted to... Contrast what Rob was saying there, how he has no, he has nothing to do with like the inner workings of the party. He's not a big party guy. Contrast that with what he spent all day yesterday doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking gallivanting around Des Moines with uh, Senator John Fetterman, who has made himself one of Israel's biggest American cheerleaders lately. Those two just yep. s- skipping around hand in hand, uh, drinking milk and eating pizza. Yeah. Yeah, John Fetterman uh, recently uh, being confronted by a constituent about Israel-Palestine, completely stone-faced, and then brings in his security to remove the man from his presence. 
Yeah. Um, pretty epic shit. I like that he wears shorts though. That's 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 pretty cool. Yeah. Well, I like that he the... drinks milk with pizza too. I mean that's it's <laughs> a baller move. Better been A and E. Yeah, all my favorite. Rob, guys get do your that. pandering straight. <laughs> uh, Fetterman, who was in Des Moines, by the way, because he was invited by the Iowa Democratic Party, who Rob very forcefully distanced himself from on Iowa mm-hmm. talking points. But he's hanging out with and like, you know, schmoozing with uh, their invited guest. At Why? their big fundraising dinner? Yeah. Yeah. An effort to raise their own profile, raise money. Like, you're part of this fucking system. Don't pretend that you're not. You do support this party and the party does support you. You do love Israel. Like, <laughs> stop bullshitting. Yeah. It's not like, yeah, that's the funny thing, too, about Rob. It's not like he's taken any controversial stances that are really, like, outside the mainstream of the party. Right, right, right. In fact, again, he's focusing on, like, just the most centrist uh, swing voter, like, people possible. The people who show up to park pavilions because they don't have anything else to do so they can see Rob Sand <laughs> speak about, like, going hog wild. Yeah. One other thing to say about uh, my my time in Cedar Falls the other day. After the show, I met uh, Sarah Corkery, who's running against Ashley Hinson for Congress. Um, and I didn't tell her I had a podcast or anything, so it's not like I interviewed her. But uh, she's nice. And she sort of told me... Uh, I, I, I talked to her. I told her that that was my question about the thing with the mm-hmm. college Dems and stuff. And I was like, I feel like it's a bad move for them to throw college students under the bus like that. And she agreed with me. So I, like, it's not like I got her to say like from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. But like, she yeah. s- seems to be a normal person who can recognize that like, this is a bad strategic move at least. And she was very yeah. nice to me. She's well, she's, someone cool. should, that's good, but someone should reach out to her counterpart, Christina Bohannon, who uh, did the opposite mm, yeah. of that on Twitter and made yep. another very yep. shitty statement that I also saw was edited. I don't know what they edited, um, but <laughs> mm-hmm. I like that it tells you that now. Someone <laughs> has, has changed their mind or <laughs> it's yeah. interesting uh, to, to dig and see what's going on. But uh, yeah, her statement was garbage. And again, I don't understand why. I mean, like, the division is, like, the divisiveness is coming from the party itself, not from, like, some college students. Like, right. like you are the ones being divisive. So, like, I don't know what, like, you're just, like, scared and have to distance yourself from, like, anyone who uh, actually speaks their mind, unlike Rob Sand. <laughs> anyone who's taking a bold stance that's sort of counter to the uh, the interests of, like, America's foreign policy you know, like any American who who opposes Joe Biden's fucking <laughs> policy agenda in any way, like you can't do that. That's outside of outside of our democratic norms. Uh, but there was a there was an older guy near us when I was talking to Sarah Corkery who told me he's a retired uh, CWA union member. He used to work at the telephone company, and he was like, he told me like it, it doesn't seem right for them to be like blowing up a hospital full of hundreds of people in order to kill one terrorist. And I was like, yeah, I think you're right, man. <laughs> yeah. So th- uh, that was another thing <laughs> I saw. Apparently the uh, Biden administration has been asking uh, Israel to use smaller bombs. 
Yeah, I just so saw that too. This is their commitment to reducing civilian uh, casualties. Uh, just smaller bombs. It doesn't really matter how many of them. Like you could use, <laughs> we'll give you as many <laughs> bombs as you need. But mm-hmm. like smaller ones, you know, a little more surgical strikes, where you only, uh, you know, instead of destroying a whole block, um, you destroy just like one person's home. Right, um, right. Well, I think to close this out today, the election, the city and school board elections are coming up this Tuesday, the 7th. And we got a letter, actually, relevant to the upcoming election. If you would like to send us any mail, the address is P.O. Box 5336 in Coralville, Iowa, 52241. This is a letter we received. Uh, It's kind of an endorsement of somebody. It reads, Hello, Rockhard Caucus. My name is Asmodeus Stockwell, known to my friends as Baby Asmo. Oh. Uh, I'm writing to voice my support for Andrew Dunn for Iowa City Council. Mr. Andrew is a good boy and will continue to do good things for Iowa City. Uh, context for anyone who doesn't know, Andrew Dunn is uh, an incumbent member of Iowa City Council and is running unopposed. So this is an endorsement without much uh, stakes. <laughs> hmm. When I was born and my dad, Bucky Stockwell, was thinking about giving me a postnatal abortion due to the fact that I am a Lutheran lizard baby, Mr. Andrew was one of the people who talked Dada out of it. Ow. He told Dada, even though your wife, Ladybird, corrupted your son with Lutheran dark magic, he is still your son and has so much to offer the world. Dada listened to him, and it is a decision Dada has never regretted. Since then, Dada and I have bonded, and I am his favorite son, even more so than Dictus, the son who has never disappointed Bucky. (laughs) Uh, Mr. Andrew was a pivotal part of that, and I am forever grateful for him saving my life. When I was recently burned in a sausage fire, it was Mr. Andrew who helped save my life. He was the one who knew that it is important to pour milk over burns, and he dumped three whole gallons over my back while my father, Bucky, prepared the restorative pickle tank. Without Mr. Andrew, my burns would have been much, much worse without the dairy treatment you so lovingly provided. Mr. Andrew then say by the restorative pickle chamber for five days as my burns were healed by the pickle brine. When I finally awoke from my pickle coma, my father, Bucky, was too busy on his phone to realize I was awake, but Mr. Andrew cared. Mr. Andrew smiled and gave me a hug and a kiss on the head. Mr. Andrew, you are baby Asmo's hero. Thank you, signed Baby <laughs> Asmo. Uh, so that's Asmodeus wow. Stockwell's endorsement of Andrew Dunn for Iowa City Council. Thank you, Baby Asmo. There's some weird families out there. <laughs> yeah, and they uh, all listen to our show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't co-sign that endorsement, but thank you for writing in, uh, Mr. Stockwell. Some endorsements that we have made, just to reiterate, Denver Foot for Des Moines mayor and uh, an anti-endorsement for Joe Gatto for Des Moines city yep. council. What's the name of his opponent? Jason Bunnell is his Jason opponent. Bunnell. And I, I do Bunnell. endorse him even though he's a Pete Buttigieg supporter. Um, <laughs> he was, he was uh, my caucus precinct chair and he was, he was fair. He was fair to the Bernie contingent mm-hmm. who won the caucus by the way. Um, <laughs> but actually I think, I think Biden might've, <laughs> I think it might have been like equal delegates between us and Biden. Yeah, which, uh, I don't tells remember. you a lot about where I live. But um, mm-hmm. anyway, um, yeah, Jason's a good guy. I'm, I'm uh, don't have any qualms voting for him. Yeah, 
Uh, Cedar Rapids, please vote for Dexter Mershbrock for school board. He's the only good person on that board. Uh, Iowa City, vote for Laura Burgess for city council and vote against the anti-endorsement for Jacob Onkin, Micah Brockmeyer, and Robert Decker for school board. Uh, these guys are right-wing idiots. <laughs> Uh, if you like weird music, I'm playing a few shows coming up in uh, Chicago and uh, DeKalb, Illinois, and Galesburg and Iowa City, Iowa. Uh, JustinKComer.com slash shows. And uh, you can also call us. Uh, I'm not going to play any voicemails today. I think we, we've talked enough about Rob Sand. We don't need to hear his, uh, <laughs> his voicemail yeah. today. Uh, but the number, we have a phone number and... I'll just say it's 319-849-8733. And you could, as one person did this week, you could call that number to uh, tattle on uh, people who yeah. are associated with this podcast. If, if someone was perhaps rude to you on the internet, you could call us at 319-849-8733 and whine to us for three straight minutes. Yeah, about and we will <laughs> put the recording into a trash can. <laughs> I'm not going to say your name. I'm not going to give you the the <laughs> fucking excitement that you crave from being ridiculed. <laughs> if anything, like uh, you leaving a like a three minute long voicemail kind of just proves that you deserved it in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and I'm going to close out today's show with some music from Iowa City's favorite hardcore band, Boot Camp, who are also on tour right now. Uh, you can find them playing shows near you if you are in or around what day is it it's the fifth if you are in or around uh sacramento san francisco los angeles they're going out of the country they're going to tijuana they're going to phoenix albuquerque oklahoma city kansas city so if you happen to be listening to an iowa politics podcast from any of those places go check out boot camp and listen to them now as we fade away Goodbye. This has been Rock Hard Caucus, episode 125. Yeah.